0: Section three of The Artist, or Young Lady's Instructor in Ornamental Painting, Drawing, etc., by B. F. Gondy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Grecian Painting, Lesson Two.
1: Well, Ellen, I am glad you meet me with a cheerful countenance i think it is a good omen that your doubts of success have not been realized
0: indeed charlotte i have succeeded much better than i anticipated but i have done the drawing over as many as three times at first i made the sky too dark in the light part and finding i could not remove it sufficiently with the bread but that it still looked heavy as if it were a dull day instead of a bright one i washed it out and then after putting in all shades with a tolerably good form i completely spoiled it with a knife all the touches made with it looked so sharp and disagreeable that i nearly lost my patience and then i recollected you told me to hold it firmly and very much a slant which i had not before attended to and finding i made some touches of foliage broader and freer by this means i determined to wash it all out and try it again here is my third performance and this time i think i have succeeded tolerably still i am sure you will kindly point out any faults that need to be corrected
1: you have succeeded quite well enough to afford considerable encouragement to persevere. The faults that I perceive are such as a little more practice will enable you to avoid. The outlines are not sufficiently defined, and to prevent this indistinctness in future, you must press the leather up tighter and rest with more decision when forming the outline. The light on the clouds is rather too sudden, requiring more gradation. You have also still used the knife too freely be very careful to preserve the half-tints in all your drawings i should make the same observation in reference to the light touches of the trees they are all equally bright and of a uniform size giving a monotonous effect study the copy and you will perceive an evident difference some large and bright others small and faint there is also a want of plan in your foliage Pay greater attention to the grouping of the light masses, and you will produce a more natural effect. Let me put your drawing by the side of the copy on the ground. Now stand up and look at them. Don't you perceive how much more the dark parts of yours are broken in upon by the groups of light than in the copy? It wants repose. Now if you will take a piece of leather with a little black on it, and subdue about one half of the light on the foliage, where it is stronger than in the copy it will be a great improvement
0: thank you charlotte for all the trouble you have taken to point out the faults of my performance i confess you have put me amazingly out of conceit with it yet upon the whole i think you give me encouragement do pray go on with the copy for i long to see the foreground added
1: my dear ellen you could hardly expect unqualified approbation of your first performance these alterations that i have suggested are after all but trifles perhaps you would have been more pleased if i had not made so free with my criticisms
0: oh no i shall very much prefer your pointing out every fault it would be the height of folly in me indeed to wish to learn any art and yet not like to be set right when i am in error your hint about trifles is not lost upon me for i assure you i have not so soon forgotten what an intention to trifles leads to i am glad
1: to hear it ellen and now i shall proceed with the drawing upon the understanding that when in future your want of success shall discover that you have forgotten my instructions i shall be permitted to remind you of them without incurring your suspicion that i am pointing out errors for the sake of finding fault i take a soft piece of leather and dip it on the colour two or three times to have plenty and begin with the darkest part to the left hand the group of large trees in this example i work it in a good deal paying some attention to the effect of light and shade in the whole. then with a smaller and harder piece of leather i finish towards the outside of the form being careful to attend to the appearance of broken foliage and its lightness towards the outline banks rocks etc must have plenty of color and the forms of all objects in the foreground must be very plainly marked. I now take the piece of chalk, and, scraping off the sharp edges, fix it in the port crayon, and cut a point with a knife, cutting from the point just the reverse of the mode of pointing a black-lead pencil. With the chalk thus pointed, I sketch the stems of trees, or any object that is very dark and narrow. Should this require softening i use a leather stump over it with a soft piece of leather folded up i proceed very carefully to restore the masses of light taking great pains with the foliage and indeed with the whole of the foreground here you will appreciate the importance of ability to obtain broad touches with the knife all of which for foliage in the foreground must be in the same proportion larger than those in the distance As the whole form of trees in the foreground appears larger than that of the distant ones. Let the banks and ground be well broken with light and shade, and put plenty of work on the foliage in the foreground. This will produce a fine contrast to the indistinct effect in the middle and the extreme distances. Prominent objects in the foreground, whether human figures or cattle, I draw and shade with the chalk restoring the effect of light with clean leather and when very bright i used a knife and that with more decision than in any other part of the drawing this portion of our picture has occupied more time than the other in consequence of the finish required to give a good effect it is quite necessary to study a foreground with great and persevering attention
0: i am quite delighted with the view. i had no idea the work of this day's lesson would so greatly improve the picture i suppose you now consider it finished
1: when i have shown you how to fix and varnish it in its present state the color would move if much handled i must trouble you to get me a mug with a lip to it pour out nearly all the fixing liquid into this mug and now observe i hold the nail-brush upright and firmly in my left hand with the handle upwards i dip the toothbrush into the fixing liquid and shake it with a jerk over the cup two or three times, to throw back nearly all the liquid. I then draw it up quickly against the other brush, directing it over the picture. If you look towards the light while I do this, you will perceive the liquid falling on the drawing in a shower. By guiding the brushes at the same time, I take care to cover the whole drawing, taking more liquid when it ceases to fall from the brush, until I have covered the whole. I put a greater quantity of fixing on the dark parts of the drawing, as they are more apt to get rubbed. I shall now pour back the fixing liquid into the bottle, and you will perceive but little has been used. Be careful not to let it stand in the mug after you have done with it, for if you neglect this caution the spirit will evaporate, and it will become too thick for use again. The drawing is now in a fit state to receive the varnish. This may be applied all over if you wish to put it in a frame without a glass and it will have the appearance of an oil painting or if only the foreground is varnished it will considerably improve the effect but when framed it will require a glass to secure it against dust to varnish the whole of the picture i take the round camel hair brush in tin and dipping it into the bottle of picture varnish spread it lightly and evenly over the drawing beginning at the sky and working downwards you observe i have enough in the brush to make it move easily without much pressure lest it should disturb the colour i must then put it away to dry in some place where no dust will settle upon it and in about two days it will be hard enough to receive a second coat in the same manner and in two more a third when it will be finished To varnish only the foreground I work with very little varnish towards the outside of the objects, and make it sufficiently irregular to prevent a formal or hard outline. This will also require three coats of varnish. I carefully clean the brush with rag and a little spirits of turpentine. We have now finished our lesson for today. If you succeed tolerably in this, our next study shall be a colored landscape i shall however beg you to try your skill in copying a few good engravings before we proceed to colors by which means you will obtain a greater facility and judgment in the use of the leather
0: what style of prints will be best for the purpose
1: i recommend mezzotint engravings as bearing the nearest resemblance to the effect produced by this process a series published by w b cook called gems of art and taken principally from the best masters, you will find excellent studies. But any good engravings or lithographic drawings will answer your purpose. Attend to this one piece of advice. Place your copy at the distance of four or five feet from you, particularly during the first part of the process. Towards finishing, it may be brought a little nearer.
0: I am so pleased with your drawing in its finished state that I shall sit down to imitate it. With a full determination to take especial care, as I wish to produce an exact copy, and when I see you for the next lesson, I promise to appear with a cheerful countenance, whether I am satisfied with my performance or not.
1: And then I may feel at perfect liberty to offer any remarks that I shall consider necessary as conducive to your improvement.
0: I hoped you had forgotten the disappointment I discovered.
1: I had, until your promise to appear with a cheerful countenance revived the recollection of it. I think you will be more watchful in future.
0: End of section 3